Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. everyone, and welcome back into Fantasy Sports Today here on Sports Grid TV. I'm Davis Maddock, joined by George Kurtz here on Tuesday, February 15th, the day after Valentine's Day. Unfortunately, we did not get the gift of baseball returning. We are also not getting the gift of uh, the trade deadline. That already happened, so we're, we're sort of in a weird spot here where there's no baseball. All the exciting stuff in basketball sort of already happened, so we are... Uh, you know, we're kind of just riding out the stream here. What's uh, what, what's the big storyline in hockey that we should be following, George? Are we all excited about Jack Eichel's return to the ice? What are we what are we sweating in the NHL right now? Well, Jack Eichel is definitely the big story. Like I said, top ten player returns, right? Uh, it's obvious. It's by far the biggest story. The other one that people are watching, at least that I'm watching, would be Brad Marchand. Uh, he got suspended last week. Uh, if you didn't see it, he cold cocked the goalie. Just punched him, and then as they're uh, being, you know, the uh, refs are getting him off the ice. He decides to put a stick in the goalie's face and give him a little whap there. Uh, granted, nothing was probably going to hurt the goalie. Goalie's fully protected, but you did. If you, he would have done this in the old days, seventies, eighties, you now have forty fights because there are forty guys on the ice. It's a bench clearing brawl. The Pittsburgh Penguins did nothing. Did nothing. It was a, a wild scene here because couldn't believe that no one. Brad Marchand is my size. This is not a big guy at all here, but different uh, different game in the NHL. The reason we're watching those is Marshawn is appealing his six-game suspension. I'm curious if the, the Angel going to reduce this. This guy has been suspended eight times now, eight times. Not an angel at all here. We'll see what happens here, but that would be the other big story. And, of course, the trade deadline, you had the big uh, – I guess it's it's not a big trade, but you had a a medium trade, uh, Tyler Toffley yesterday. It, does that start the run now? Does that start the run of trade? We're still five weeks away from the deadline. Remember, this is the Olympic break. They were not supposed to be game scheduled here. All, all these players supposed to be playing over in China in the Olympics. They didn't go because of COVID issues and quarantine issues. So now they're playing games here. We'll see what happens here. But that, that's what I would say the big stories are in the NHL. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, there we go. That's what's happening on the ice. Getting to our headlines here on Tuesday, the Celtics at the 76ers headline tonight's seven-game slate. We are uh, you know, still getting a look at how the 76ers look after their big trade at the deadline. Yet to see James Harden, and we won't see James Harden tonight. Number 10, Villanova, and number 8, Providence play tonight in college basketball, headlining that slate. Richard Sherman making headlines, criticizing Matthew Stafford, saying there's no way he should be in the Hall of Fame yet. And, of course, we just closed hour one talking about this. Uh, 
Major League Baseball can't get out of their own way. The commissioner wants to be able to cut minor league jobs. I mean, why why do the people that run baseball hate baseball, George? Explain this to me. Oh, I, I wish I had an explanation for you, Davis. Now, keep in mind, this is not Rob Manfred. This is the owners. You know, one thing people forget, Roger Goodell takes a whole bunch of crap. Manfred takes a whole bunch of crap. Silver, Batman, they all take crap. They all work for the owners. Why do they get paid so much money? Because they take the heat. All right? We're all yelling at Manfred. We're all yelling at Goodell. They're making their $40, 50000000 million a year because, hey, you know, we're not yelling at the owners. You know, we're not yelling at Jerry Jones. You're not yelling at Daniel Schneider. Right? You, you know, you're yelling at the, uh, at the commissioner because he's the one out there, the public face. Oh, he's the figurehead. They have no power. They're not commissioners. They work for the owners. The commissioner would work for the players and the owners. They're just mouthpieces. That's all they are here. Uh, I said, Manfred just says so many stupid things. He may be the worst of the bunch. All right? He's not very good. Goodell is great at saying a whole lot, but telling you absolutely nothing. And the man has mastered that. All right? He can speak forever, but tell you nothing. But he, he rarely says something stupid either. So uh, I don't – they want to cut minor leaguers who make no money. I mean, you talk about PR disaster here. They make no money, Davis, that you want to cut them more. Oh, they're, they're service. They get paid by working out with us. They'll get better. They'll get paid eventually. What a joke. Yeah. Welcome to everyone on radio here on Sports Grid, Sports Grid Radio, Davis Maddock and George Kurtz with you. And uh, let's, let's cap it here. Matthew Stafford. Hall of Fame, no Hall of Fame. I guess, let me be clear, Matthew Stafford is making the Hall of Fame. He is 12th all-time in passing yards. He has now won the Super Bowl. So whether or not you like him, you know, love him, hate him, think he deserves it, think he doesn't deserve it, Matthew Stafford is making the Hall of Fame. So Richard Sherman and, and other people who are, are critical of him, I'm, I'm undecided on if he deserves to or not, but I, I can pretty much guarantee he's getting in. I don't have much to add to you. I agree. I think everything you said is accurate here. When it comes to the Hall of Fame, anybody who's listened to me on these shows or really anywhere, I the Hall of Fame is terrible nowadays. It just everybody gets in. And it's not the Hall of Fame anymore. It's the Hall of Very Good. And that's what, that's what Stafford is. He's very good. Well, is he going to make it? Absolutely he's going to make it. Most quarterbacks nowadays are going to make it because they're all going to set a gazillion yards. They have the extra game. The game is built for the quarterbacks. They're all going to make it. You know, with that being said, do I, if I want one quarterback, am I, am I thinking Matthew Stafford? No, no. Not even close. Even today's game, it's not close. They have other guys. So, and I think Stafford's a, a good quarterback. You know, as a Cowboy fan, I, I wouldn't mind Matthew Stafford to be the Cowboys quarterback. Not at all. But is he a Hall of Fame guy? No. But it's, we are the watered-down Hall of Fame. Everybody gets in now. I am admittedly a tough grader, Davis. Like I said, in my mind, you need to be the greatest of the great. Not great. The greatest of the great. I think that's what the Hall of Fame is. But we let everybody in nowadays. Stafford's definitely getting in. Right now, I would not put him in. Talk to me when his career is over. Maybe I'll change my mind. I'll, I'll say this. If Stafford doesn't get in, or if Stafford gets in and Robo doesn't get in, I'm going to Canton, and I'm going to do a hunger strike in front of the building until Tony Romo gets in the Hall of Fame. Everyone, we're going to go ahead and run into break here real quick on Fantasy Sports Today. When we return, I'll be running through the NBA DFS slate tonight on DraftKings. Don't go anywhere. See you in a second. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, 
<laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. When it comes to listing your home for sale, everyone and their mom has advice. Oh, honey, who's going to want to buy this place on a cul-de-sac? It's literally a dead end. But for professional advice, a REMAX agent actually knows best. Let's start with a neighborhood analysis. I've been seeing lots of buyers looking to move here. REMAX is the most trusted name in real estate. Visit REMAX.com or download the REMAX app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Based on 2022 BrandSpark American Trust Study. Each office independently owned and operated. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Fantasy Sports Today here on Sports Grid TV. I'm Davis Maddock, joined by George Kurtz. Not going to have a ton for George to do here because uh, we are going to go ahead and run through the NBA Daily Fantasy Landscape tonight. Going to use the tools over at Daily Roto to help you guys there. Pretty healthy seven-game slate, as Craig and I talked about on Monday. The NBA, they got to get lots of games in here before they head to the All-Star break. Pretty interesting slate for us tonight. Some pretty important games in terms of playoff seating. Boston and Philadelphia play. Philadelphia needs to be getting all of the wins they can possibly get so that they can avoid. There, there is this scenario right now that is plaguing all of the Eastern Conference teams, which is that the 11 game or the 10 game losing streak by the Brooklyn Nets. I mean, maybe it's good for them in terms of home road, but let me tell you this: no two seed, no three seed wants to play the Brooklyn Nets. You absolutely do not want to show up to a playoff series and have to play against Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, Ben Simmons, and that whole group. So winning these games is very important. Uh, Another important game for the Memphis Grizzlies tonight. Uh, Charlotte continues their run in the Eastern Conference. Milwaukee has lost a couple games, and they are probably without the services of Giannis, who has not played since the 10th. Pretty interesting situation there. They are also trying to work in Serge Ibaka as their backup center, probably when it comes to the playoffs. He did, however, start his very first game as a member of the Bucks. played 31 minutes. He'd really been a reserve for the Clippers, which is sort of interesting. Um, so let's go ahead and get into our lineup here tonight on DraftKings. We're starting out with Tyrese Maxey. James Harden has not joined the rotation, and they also lost some of their guards in their trade with the Brooklyn Nets. That has meant big minutes for Tyrese Maxey, 33 and 32 minutes with 13.5 field goal attempts per game in his first couple games without Seth Curry. I think it's a pretty good spot for him tonight against the Boston Celtics, who are also uh, reconfiguring their backcourt rotation with Dennis Schroeder, Uh, not on the team anymore. He got traded to the Houston Rockets. 
and uh, Boston is working in Derek White as their starting point guard, who's been okay. Uh, he went four for 14 in his first game as a member of the Celtics. We have Duncan Robinson at shooting guard. Lots of guards are out for the Miami Heat. Uh, we have Caleb Martin, who is questionable. Tyler Hierro is not playing, and Jimmy Butler is questionable. That should lead to pretty healthy minutes for Duncan Robinson. Uh, he could probably get close to 28, 29 minutes coming off of a 32-point game against the aforementioned Brooklyn Nets. Uh, he actually has been struggling shooting this year, which is interesting because he is such a good shooter. So we're buying the dip on him a little bit. Terrence Mann is probably the best play of the slate. He's coming off of a 46-point effort against the Golden State Warriors. He played 39 minutes in that game. Took 17 shots, 7 rebounds, 6 assists in that game. The Clippers are super thin right now on the wing. Kawhi not playing, Norman Powell not playing, and of course Paul George not playing. The That injury to Norman Powell is really brutal for the Los Angeles Clippers. They just traded him. They cleared out their rotation in order to get him. So there is a heavy weight on his shoulders right now. We have a minimum price guy, Jordan Nwara, member of the Milwaukee Bucks. So he didn't end up starting on Monday night against the Trailblazers because Serge Ibaka started with Giannis out of the lineup. Did get 24 minutes. Unbelievable. 24 minutes. He takes 14 shots, gets 24 DraftKings points. It is that heavy usage when Nwara plays that we are very interested in. And look, who doesn't love a $3,000 guy on DraftKings? That's what makes the entire ecosystem work. And that's true for any DraftKings sport, football, hockey, soccer, doesn't matter. The way that they do their dynamic salary pricing does mean a minimum price guy is always very interesting. We're going with Joel Embiid at center. 83 DraftKings points in his most recent game against the Cleveland Cavaliers. 40 real points. Three steals, 10 assists, 14 rebounds. The guy has been absolutely unbelievable. He is the front runner right now for NBA MVP. I think, I think completely deservedly so. The last time he did not get a double-double was against the Lakers all the way back in January. He still got 51 DraftKings points in that game. The guy has been an absolute machine, and I don't see any reason that it will stop. Tonight. In fact, he has always done well against the Boston Celtics because of how they choose to defend him. Al Horford is, of course, a good defender, but he's not good against guys who play like Embiid do, who are very explosive laterally. Horford is going to work a little bit better in isolation. You can actually switch him on guards because he's so good at poking the ball away. And Robert Williams, same thing. Robert Williams is athletic enough to handle Embiid, but Embiid is just so crafty and so intelligent near the rim that we have to give the edge there to Joel Embiid, who is, uh, you know, him and Jokic really have been the two best players in the NBA this season. Moving to our flex spots here on DraftKings, we're going with Lance Stevenson at guard. 32 minutes in his most recent game against the Timberwolves. Took 17 shots in that game. 21 points, four rebounds, three assists. Uh, because there are injuries right now that, Indi uh, that Indiana is unfortunately dealing with. Malcolm Brogdon continues to battle through this Achilles injury. He has not played since January 19th against the Lakers. Maybe he'll be able to return in this game. If I was a betting man, I would say that he probably won't. Unfortunately, standout rookie Chris Duarte has injured his toe. He's not going to play 
for a couple games. He only played four minutes against the Timberwolves. The team also has TJ McConnell out in uh, the health and safety protocols. So that is going to be a real problem. And he has been out injured anyway. So the backcourt for the Pacers right now, the newly acquired Tyrese Halliburton, Buddy Heald, and Lance Stevenson, those are really the only guards that they have available on their roster. So should be heavy minutes for all of those guys. Anthony Edwards is coming in at our forward spot. I, I have not seen a game log like this in quite some time. Edwards, the last three games for the Timberwolves, 25 field goal attempts against the Pacers, 22 field goal attempts against the Bulls, 25 field goal attempts against the Kings. Unbelievable stuff. The guy's trying to get 40 real points every single night. And I don't think Charlotte has anyone who is particularly capable of guarding him with Cody Martin and Gordon Hayward out of their rotation. I would guess Kelly Oubre is going to draw the defensive assignment against him. And I don't know if that is going to go all that well for the Charlotte Hornets. So my uh, my call for tonight is that Anthony Edwards is going to get 20-plus shots up again, and you're going to need Anthony Edwards to win lots of money on DraftKings or FanDuel tonight. Either way, I think he is going to be a very important player. A couple different guys I debated here for our flex position. We have $7,900 to spend. Terry Rozier has been very good. 66 DraftKings points in each of his last two games. He has that matchup against Minnesota. Ultimately decided to go for Bam Adebayo against the Dallas Mavericks, who are, uh, you know, just really patching it together at center right now after the Porzingis trade. They are playing five different guys at center right now, kind of depending on the night. They're playing Dwight Powell, Maxi Kleba, Boban gets in there every once in a while. Moses Brown has seen some minutes for them in January. And then, of course, Willie Cauley-Stein always in and out of the lineup. So really like the spot for Bam Adebayo tonight. If you guys are playing NBA Daily Fantasy tonight, make sure to head over to dailyroto.com. It's absolutely free. All we need is your email. Sign up. You're going to have access to all of our projections and all of the tools that we use to build winning lineups over on Daily Roto. And, uh, you know, again, just a, a, a great reminder. I feel like I feel like this is a, an important reminder always, but these slates always tend to change towards lock. We have a couple big questionables there, so make sure that you are on DailyRoto.com close to lock so that your lineups get set how you need them. We're going to go ahead and run into break here real quick on Fantasy Sports Today. Some Dynasty Fantasy Football chatter when we get back. Stay on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. When it comes to listing your home for sale, everyone and their mom has advice. Oh, honey, who's going to want to buy this place on a cul-de-sac? It's literally a dead end. But for professional advice, a REMAX agent actually knows best. Let's start with a neighborhood analysis. I've been seeing lots of buyers looking to move here. REMAX is the most trusted name in real estate. Visit REMAX.com or download the REMAX app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Based on 2022 Brands Park American Trust Study. Each office independently owned and operated. 
Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Could be next. Just go to underdogfantasy.com to get started. Great, great. Hello, everyone, and welcome back into Fantasy Sports Today here on Sports Grid TV. I'm Davis Maddock, joined by George Kurtz, and we are here to talk about uh, my favorite topic. Nothing is better for me than talking about Dynasty Fantasy Football. It's not the most money that I play. You know, it doesn't, doesn't really change my life, doesn't change my day-to-day, but there really is just something about the itch the dynasty fantasy football scratches that nothing else is even close. And I, you know, I'm sure it's just, you know, cause playing like a general manager of a football team, which is of course what we all want to do. You know, we all want to be drafting these guys and, and feeling great. So we have a little dynasty buy or sell and Brett Levy is coming in hot with us, George, because he is, he's starting it off with our guy, our quarterback, Dallas Cowboys quarterback, Dak Prescott, the Cowboys led the NFL in scoring last season. Dak Prescott, almost 4,500 passing yards, only 150 rushing yards. Definitely uh, a downturn for him. 38 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. So I, I won't spoil anything. We'll go to you first. Buying or selling Dak Prescott in Dynasty, George? All right, in Dynasty, once again, we're assuming one quarterback leagues here. Got to try and figure out what was wrong with Dak Really, after the calf injury, did it not heal? That's be my guess. There was something bothering him about it. He could run. He looked fine running when he did run. Uh, so they had a zip on his pass. It wasn't an arm injury, but he wasn't the same quarterback there, especially against good teams. Lord knows, I think Dak. Uh, I think the Cowboys as a whole have problems when they face better squads outside of the NFC East. Here, the Cowboys can look a little different next year. They have cap problems. They may be no Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup torn ACL. Yeah, he may come back on that one year, make good deal. And I was a big believer in before Gallup took the ACL that they might like definitely let Cooper go, save the $20 million, go with Gallup and Lamb. Now they may not be able to do that because of Gallup's injury here, although all signs are reporting that he may miss most of camp, but eh, could be back for the regular season here. Uh, Cedric Wilson, also a free agent. This team could look different next year. What's going to go on at uh, Dalton Schultz, a tight end, free agent? You know, so wow, this uh, Zeke Elliott can't run the ball as it is now. So uh, they're going to look a little different uh, next year. Buying or selling, I'm probably selling. Quarterback's deep. I don't need to do anything I don't I don't want to do here. There are plenty of quarterbacks out there. You're talking a 12-team league, you'll be able to find somebody. I am probably selling. If there was another option where it's just straight down the middle, you know, it's sort of be wishy-washy, I'm probably that way with him. I'm not looking to buy him. I'm not. I think his team's going to be a little worse, not better. And I'm not sold on Dak. I never have been sold on Dak. I think he's a good quarterback, but I think he's someone who – doesn't play up to the competition. He plays down to it. Okay. Does it change for you in a two quarterback league? So in a two quarterback league, every quarterback's valuable, right? Taylor Heineke, you're going to get a draft pick for Taylor Heineke. So two quarterback league, 
buying or selling Dak and in the overall hierarchy of quarterbacks? Oh, two quarterback league, you, you want Dak. He is a good quarterback as far as fantasy is concerned. He's going to put up numbers here. I said, I do worry a little bit about the Dallas offense, not so much him, but about, you know, what's going to happen? Are they going to, are they going to be forced to let Cooper go to get under that cap? You know, and Lawrence could be the same thing next thing. They have, do have cap issues here, and it could allow them to keep a Dalton Schultz, you know, or to keep uh, Michael Gallup, whatever it might be here. So I might worry about that. But uh, two quarterback league, yeah, you want Dak. He would be – he's still probably in the top 10, top 12 range. My reason for selling him was he's probably in the same range with six, eight other quarterbacks, Stafford being one of them, by the way, that I'd be fine to have here. I wouldn't mind, but I'm not going to go out of my way to get any one of these guys. Yeah. So for my part, I'm buying. And this is why I think we will start. Well, I am hoping we start to see Dak run a little bit more than he did this last season, because that was actually a huge part of his value historically. Now, he, he's been a good passer, and he was especially a good passer this last season, and he was a really good passer in 2019. Um, but he also has always ran a little bit, right? The first three years of his touchdown, six rushing touchdowns, three touchdowns in 2019. Even in five games, he had scored three rushing touchdowns in 2020, and then he absolutely fell off a cliff as a rusher in 2021. Uh, you know, only the one rushing touchdown, only 48 rushes, you know, obviously including some scrambles and stuff like that. And I wonder if with another offseason, you know, another year returning from that ankle injury, clearly he was bothered by that calf injury the second half of the year. He's just got to be mobile again. And if he's not mobile again, uh, buying is going to look kind of stupid. But if he is a little bit mobile and if they add a guy in free agency, right? So maybe they say, you know, uh, Michael Gallup, thank you for your service, but the torn ACL, no thanks, let's move on. What if they get Mike Williams on a team-friendly deal? What if they just throw all the money at Chris Godwin? You know, I mean, there are a couple different ways they can go. And you might laugh and say, well, why would you sign Chris Godwin when you have you know, Cooper and, and Lamb. Well, people thought the same thing when they drafted Lamb, right? Why would you draft Lamb in the first round when you already have Gallup and Cooper? And I, I think to, to the Dallas Cowboys credit, one thing they've realized is adding strength on top of a strength is actually a good idea and makes you a little bit more dynamic. So I'm going by on Dak Prescott. Our next guy, very interesting. Aaron Jones was pretty much in a timeshare with Aaron Dillon. Uh, or Aaron Dillon, A.J. Dillon, in 2021. He had 1,200 scrimmage yards. He had 223 touches, did score the 10 touchdowns, missed two games in the regular season. Um, A.J. Dillon, for his part, had 221 touches, 1,100 yards, and seven touchdowns. Very similar seasons for A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones in the end. Um, so buy or sell before, before I, I put my opinion in here, George. Yeah, strange, uh, strange scenario with the Packers and Dylan, right? I didn't understand any of it. I really didn't. You drafted Dylan, even though you had Aaron Jones. All right, you're preparing for Aaron Jones to leave, and then you sign Aaron Jones. What? What are we doing here? I think Dylan's a very good back, right? Quadzilla and all that, and he got better and better as the season went along. Here, Aaron Jones is good too. You know, my first question might be, well, who's the quarterback here? All right, was Aaron Rodgers? All right, I'm probably good with both here. I think it's going to infuriate fantasy owners, by the way, because they're both going to – I think Dylan's going to be a touchdown guy, Aaron, or be the guy out of the backfield catching passes a lot here. Yeah, they'll both do some of the other work as well, but that's what I expect them to do there. And I like them both if Aaron Rodgers is there. 
I might not like either one if he's gone. All right. I think I'm very worried about this offense as a whole here. That being said, if I think Dylan's going to be a touchdown guy, and I do, he's the bigger back, stronger back. I want him. So I'm going to be selling on Aaron Jones. It's nothing to do with Jones. It's more of a situation of what's going on here. The fact that Dylan's there, the fact that I don't know for sure that Rodgers is staying. I think Rodgers is staying now. I do. I think Rodgers is really uh, Do I want to go to the AFC and deal with uh, Mahomes, Josh Allen, Burrow? I'll stay in the uh, the, you know, the NFC North. I know I'm going to finish first in that division. So I think that's what's going on there. So this is nothing against Aaron Jones. I wish he was on another team. Yeah, I truly do. I think he'd be an easy top seven back, top five back as far as fantasy is concerned. But with Green Bay, this is a two-headed monster, a legit two-headed monster, sort of thunder and lightning here. It's worrisome for both guys. Yeah, I'm going I'm going sell, but I'd be buying on A.J. Dillon. Um, one, I think A.J. Dillon is more likely to have the touchdown role moving forward. You're right, though. Aaron Jones will remain in there on the passing downs. But my, uh, my galaxy brain theory is, is that if the team has to move to Jordan Love, if they're one of the teams, you know, that has to acquire a veteran quarterback this offseason, you know, if if Derek Carr is the quarterback of, of uh, the Green Bay Packers or whatever, you actually want to have A.J. Dillon in that scenario because they're not going to be a high-flying offense anymore. They're going to turn themselves into the Cleveland Browns. You know, they're going to want to run the ball a ton because they they're, don't have an all-world quarterback anymore. When you don't have an all-world quarterback anymore, it's time to put the ball on the turf. Our final guy here, again, Brett Levy, coming in with the Flames. CeeDee Lamb. Uh, So CeeDee Lamb heading into this most recent season, he was a unicorn, right? Everyone loves CeeDee. Oh, number one wide receiver in Dynasty. Better than Justin Jefferson, you know? And, And look, let's just be honest about it. He did have a disappointing season in 2021. Only 120 targets, 1,100 yards, six touchdowns. Uh, He had a couple big games over the course of the season, but he also had a fair amount of games where he really wasn't used at all. Uh, In fact, he had six different games with less than 50 yards, and he only produced touchdowns in four games. So he, including two, you know, multiple touchdown games, but he was disappointing. I'll, I'll just put it out there right now. I don't care. I'm buying CeeDee Lamb. I do still think he is a unicorn. CeeDee Lamb is a very good wide receiver. He was, I don't think there's any doubt he was disappointing, which is somewhat good, right? Because the numbers are 75, 11, 02. They look pretty solid. The touchdowns are weak. But, but that's he was disappointing. He did disappear in games. Now, he uh, he had some problems route running at times. He was running the wrong routes. Had some problems with drops as well here. But Kellen Moore was also an issue. Didn't use him for whatever reason. Dallas did not attack the secondary in a lot of games for whatever reason, especially after the injury to Dak Prescott, which makes you wonder what was going on there. I'm buying on CeeDee Lamb as well. We already said Cooper may not be there, which means there could be more targets coming his way. Gallup may not be there. I'd be shocked if Dallas goes out of their way and signs Godwin, by the way. It's not something they do. They just don't sign free agents on the Jerry Jones. They generally sign their own guys or lesser guys. They'll sign lesser guys, but not the top name guys. And I don't see any big names coming because of uh, salary cap issues. They'll just keep Cooper. Uh, so, but Lamb... He should be the focus of your passing offense. You said you call him a unicorn. I'd agree. He's that explosive guy here. I'm buying on CeeDee Lamb. There we go. All right, everyone. We are going to go ahead and wrap up our discussion on Dynasty Fantasy Football here. Buying Dak, selling Aaron Jones, buying CeeDee Lamb. We are, of course, going to run into fantasy or reality in our next segment. Then we will get out of here 
with the Sports Grid 60. So don't go anywhere. Stay tuned to Fantasy Sports Today. See you back here in a moment. Stay on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Rack your look for spring at Nordstrom Rack and save up to 60% on brands you love. Rag & Bone, Vince, Marc Jacobs, Adidas, Joes, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. Score new dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and sunglasses, plus updates for the family and home. Get your spring on for less, up to 60% less, today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello, everyone, and welcome back into Fantasy Sports Today here on Sports Grid TV. I'm Davis Maddock, joined by George Kurtz. We are about to get into fantasy or reality, but before we get there, I need to remind everyone to be following at Sports Grid and at Sports Grid TV on social media. You can also follow us uh, on Twitter, on Instagram. You're going to get all of the best news, notes, highlights, analysis, fantasy football, fantasy baseball, when it happens, the NBA golf everything going on here on the network we'll have some of our best content on the network highlighted look we're, we're honest we're, we're realistic with ourselves we know that you guys aren't going to watch 16 hours of live programming a day so you'll be able to stay caught up catching up with everything on at sports grid and at sports grid tv on twitter and uh, before we get into fantasy or reality i need to ask george no football NBA, can we get you to watch a game, George? Can we get you to watch a little bit of the bouncy ball? Don't you want to see, you know, the Brooklyn Nets lose their 11th straight game in a row? I did not know they had lost 10 straight in a row. Uh, the only, only way I would watch probably is if I was out at Davis Maddox's house. Well, you have the game on. I'll be interested. I don't like it. Oh, you're watching basketball. No, I've gone to Buddy's house and they're watching the game. I'll be interested. I do like the game itself. I just don't really have much of a rooting interest. As I said, though, now that we live in New York, FanDuel, oh, who's playing? You said the Nets have lost 11 in a row. Okay, well, bet the other team. You know, I have a little something on the game. I can be, uh, I've can i been talking to a bet uh, here and there uh, by some of the people on our uh, network here. But actually, if you're going to say I'm home tonight, I don't have much of anything going on tonight. Three screens going, they'll all have hockey. Or maybe some Olympics. I say maybe there. And I'm not even guaranteeing that. Yeah, well, I, uh, I look, I, I, that's all we can ask. That's all we can ask of you, George. And now we are going to bring our producer, Brett Levy, in 
for a little game we call fantasy or reality. All right, guys. Well, today we're starting off with the NFL, but really with social media because Kyler uh, unfollowed the Arizona Cardinals and then everyone was talking about that. And then Kyler didn't like that everyone was talking about it. So he went back to social media and made another post saying how hard he goes in between the lines and all his teammates and everyone that helped him get here knows how hard he goes in between the lines. So, George, we'll start with you for this one. Kyler Murray will be the Cardinals' starting quarterback in 2022. George, is this a fantasy or reality? Yeah, I just, uh, this caught everyone's attention, I guess, was it last week, maybe the week, uh, the end of the week before that, where he scrubbed his uh, social media accounts of Cardinals, right? He stopped following them. He took anything Cardinals-related off the social media accounts, which raised some uh, some eyebrows, to put it nicely. We have seen this before from players when they do this, when they're mad for whatever reason here. And apparently he's upset that he thinks he's being scapegoated, that he's being the guy, person who's being blamed for everything because he had a, a bad game versus the Rams in the opening round of the playoffs there. Uh, well, probably because once again, this team was disappointing down the stretch, right? I mean, they had a lead in that division and choked it away to the Rams. Now the Rams on the Super Bowl, uh, not good, not good. Doesn't it's just a bad look here. You know. That being said, is he going to be the quarterback next season? Well, he'll be on the roster. I guess he could be. Your question is, is he the starting quarterback? He could be hurt. I guess. Uh, will he be on the roster? Sure. And is he the starting quarterback? Yeah. You're not trading Kyler Murray. I mean, not right now. Uh, I think he has, certainly has a better chance than, uh, you know, than maybe maybe the head coach. If the head coach is in more trouble than he is, if the same thing happens, a year from now and the same situation happens, where once again, the end of the season, they fell apart, Davis, then I think this is a different conversation here. I think maybe if we didn't have so many other quarterbacks, this is going to be a wild offseason with quarterbacks changing hands here. I said, I do think Rodgers stays in uh, Green Bay. Russell Wilson probably stays in Seattle, but I think they'll talk to other teams here. I think we're going to hear a lot of rumors going on here. And Kyler Murray, I mean, maybe we'll probably hear that too, but I just don't think there's enough there for Arizona to move on. Who's going to quarterback Arizona? I mean, no matter what you think about Murray and the, the, you know, the poor ending, he's a damn good quarterback. We don't like to have him. So, uh, no, no, no. He'll be, with Star- uh, he'll be on the roster. Like he could be hurt, but Kyler Murray will be, uh, in all likelihood, the Cardinals starting quarterback next season. All right, well, let me let me throw out the scenario to you that Craig threw out to me yesterday. The Arizona Cardinals and the Green Bay Packers, they say, you know what? Both of our quarterbacks are unhappy. We don't want to be worse as a franchise. Why don't we just swap Aaron Rodgers for Kyler Murray? I think both sides say yes to that trade. I think the, the Packers say Rodgers doesn't want to be here. All right, let's get something for him. Kyler doesn't want to be here. Let's get something for him. What do you think about that that fake trade? Uh, I'm trying to look this up real quick here. What the uh, cap implications of that would be if they were to trade Murray, and then you got to pay Rodgers. Now Rodgers is going to want what three years, one fifty, somewhere yeah, around wants, that range. Fifty million dollars, yeah. Right, so that, that's fifty million against your cap. Well, maybe you're going to try and spread it out a little bit, you know, to lessen that. But either way, it's going to be heavy against your cap. And remember, when you trade Kyler Murray, I don't know what he's making offhand here. I am trying to look it up here. That gets accelerated. So what's going to happen there? That's a lot of money you're paying towards a quarterback. 
You know, can, can you even come close to affording that here? And I'm looking now if they were to trade Kyler Murray, uh, uh, it's not terrible. They'd actually be okay here. Wouldn't add all that much, maybe uh, six, seven, eight million. So they could finagle this. They could here. And I think you're right, by the way. I think the uh, Cardinals would, they need to win. I think Kingsbury knows he needs to win or he's in trouble here. You know, all his hot shopping, you know, the young guy and all the innovations, that's done. They faulted at the end here. Um, that being said, I don't think it's going to happen, mind you. Uh, I, I just don't see them doing that. Uh, but it, the trade could work there. In the end, though, I'm sticking with it. Murray stays in uh, Arizona. Yeah, I'm with you. It was just uh, Craig, Craig threw out that hypothetical to me yesterday, and I thought it was. I thought it was pretty interesting. So I am going to say that it's a reality as well. Kyler's not going anywhere. Bygones will be bygones, and everyone will get it figured out because at the end of the day, it's just it's the easiest solution. You know, inertia is a very powerful force in professional sports. So our next question here, I have a feeling I know how you are going to answer this, but MLB spring training will start on time. So pitchers and catchers were supposed to be there today. MLB spring training will start on time. Fantasy or reality, George? No, I can't. And I mean, I, listen, I guess once again, they could come to an agreement tonight, but they're not even meeting right now. They're not even meeting right now. I think the first spring training game is about 10, 12 days from now. I mean, I guess for the start on time, you'd have to come to an agreement this week. I don't know if they're going to meet this week, Davis. Now, you and I are doing shows all week. I don't know if they're going to – I don't know if there'll be one day we're going to talk about, oh, they're meeting today. It may take till the weekend. It may take till next week. You know, the, neither side seems to be in a big rush. I mean, it, it's sad. It's just sad what's going on here. Uh, spring training's down. You know, I don't – I think they'll miss – under the best case scenario, I think you're looking at March 1st because that, if you can't get spring training started by March 1st, well, then your regular season is not starting on time. That's That was always my first worry date, March 1st, because that's when you start to really panic here. I'm of the belief they're going to miss regular season games. All right. That, once I'm hoping mid-April, but I'm still, I don't think the owners care about April. I just don't think they care about April because it's cold here in the Northeast and, of course, several other parts of the country as well. And the fans don't come to the games anyway. And I think they want to get uh, get in by May. I actually think they'd like to yeah, – Memorial Day sounds good. We'll have a big Memorial Day with opening day for baseball. You know, I can see that coming out, in fact, too. So, no, I don't think there's any chance in hell that spring training starts on time. Like I said, the only way I think that would happen if the owners realize, you know, we lock the players out. We just end the lockout and let's go back to normal. Play under the old CBA. That could happen. It's not going to happen, mind you. But people who say the play, want to blame the players, the owners are locking them out, boys and girls. They can say it any time. Ah, lockout's over. Let's go. Anytime they want to do that. They're not going to do that, though. But no way, no way in hell does spring training start on time. Yeah, 100% accurate. Spring training's not starting on time. Regular season's not starting on time. I think you're right. You know, the Red Sox and the Mets, they're like, yeah, we're not trying to go out and, and deal with the elements and everything. Let's let's bring everyone in, in in June or July. I think you are. I think that was a very astute point there. So I am a, I'm 100% with you. Spring training's not starting on time. Regular season's not starting on time. And uh, I also very much agree with you that the owners could just say play ball at any point when they want. You know, they do hold that key. And I, I certainly do not blame players association for trying to make things better for their players now of course we always end with a little bit of pop culture i i love this one uh i i've seen this movie many times one of the few 80s movies that i that i have seen it's this movie's as old as i am but uh fantasy or reality 
Wayne's World is the best SNL skit turned into a movie. Oh, I would probably need a list of all those because we're, we're going to forget ones that came out of this. Uh, I mean, Wayne's World certainly have to be up there. All right. It's uh, not really my type of flick, but that being said, it's it's funny. I mean, I'm not going to tell you it's not. Uh, from what I can remember right now offhand, I said, uh, this is one where I, I'm during the break. I'm going to actually look at others here to see if uh, I missed something here. I would probably have to go reality here that, yeah, it is here. Uh, like I said, hard to beat what this became, you know, almost a, a phenomenon, right? A, uh, a cultural phenomenon, what was going on from there. And then it came from a skit on Saturday, which I had actually forgotten about. Uh, they actually did that on there first here. So I'm going to go reality here. Uh, I am afraid that I forgot something that now you're going to remind me of. Oh, you forgot about this. I'm like, oh, yeah, you're right. But uh, for what I can remember, yes, I'll, I'll say uh, reality here. Uh, I think this is a stone cold reality. Wayne's World is a great movie. Uh, I mean, like legitimately a really funny movie. I guess I haven't seen it in like, I don't know, 10 years probably, but I do remember watching it a ton. But I will, uh, I can help you out. I do have a list of the featured films. We have The Blues Brothers, Coneheads, It's Pat. I, I have no idea what It's Pat is. That, that one uh, completely passed me by. Stewart Saves His Family, A Night at the Roxbury, Superstar, again, no idea what that one is. That one flew over my head. The Ladies Man, and uh, honestly, a very funny one, MacGruber, was actually a really funny movie. Uh, but Wayne's World, clearly the best. I, I assume the Blues Brothers is the other one that would be considered in sort of the same territory. Yeah, the Blues Brothers, I did uh, that. I did know when I was talking about. It. I would, uh, and the Blues Brothers is good, by the way. And I like the Blues Brothers, but I would rather, I would prefer Wayne's World. And I know there was a Wayne's World too, as well. I guess you could put the put that in the top five as well. Uh, MacGruber, uh, I mean, okay. Uh, actually, for the, I'm looking at the list now here, and there's nothing I would I've forgotten yet. I I think Wayne's World is almost a runaway, and I think it's sort of I, I like the Blues Brothers, but I think the Wayne's World is sort of a runaway here. So yeah. Uh, Wayne's World for me. Uh, you, you just actually, uh, you didn't convince me otherwise. You actually convinced me I was right in the first place. So yay me. Yeah. Uh, for, for anyone who hasn't seen Wayne, you know, if you're my age, if you're 25, you haven't seen Wayne's World. Uh, I mean, probably a lot of the references, a lot of the music and stuff in it will go a little bit over your head, but it is actually a good movie. It's, it's funny. Saturday Night Live is like a much larger part of the cultural conversation than people who watch the show like I, I no one can be watching Saturday Night Live these days compared to you know the the massive amount of cultural importance it used to have so it is always funny when it comes up in our fantasy or reality discussions guys we are going to go ahead and run into a break here real quick on fantasy sports today when we return George and I will be hitting everyone with our sports grid 60 for the day don't go anywhere stay tuned for that stay on the grid great, great. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Rack your look for spring at Nordstrom Rack and save up to 60% on brands you love. Rag & Bone, Vince, Marc Jacobs, Adidas, Joe's, and more. 
Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. Score new dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and sunglasses, plus updates for the family and home. Get your spring on for less, up to 60% less, today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello, everyone, and welcome into our final segment here on Fantasy Sports Today on SportsGrid TV. I'm Davis Maddock, joined by George Kurtz. And as always, we are going to end our program with a little something we call the SportsGrid 60. All right, I mentioned earlier that uh, maybe I'll watch a little bit of the Olympics tonight. That's probably a lie. I probably won't. Is anybody watching the Olympics? I mean, really, it's the controversies that have really gotten uh, more of the attention than anything else. The Russian figure skater, the 15-year-old, and this is, might be a little unfair to her, but she did test positive for a uh, banned uh, substance there, and yet they allowed her to do go anyway. As soon as I hear that, I'm like, are you kidding me? Are we making up rules as we go along here? And I know there's an American athlete that's not allowed uh, to go back in because she, what, uh, I think somebody passed away, and it's... And she's black and this person's white. And yeah, racism does seem to be playing a part here as well here. It certainly seems unfair what's going on here. But the uh, the fact that you were tested positive for a banned substance, you know, on a, for a country that's been really nailed for this before, and that you were allowed to participate anyway. And the excuses because you were top such a great performer, we, wanted, we all want to see you play. How does that make any sense? Anybody? And by the way, how does China get a award of the Olympics anyway? Anyone explain this to me? How does this work? This is such a corrupt organization, the IOC. Good luck. Yep, it is. It is interesting, but like I don't see anyone really talking about the Olympics. I think the the China aspect, you know, people don't like that. I, I mean, honestly, though, I think it really is as simple as it's on in the middle of the night here. People don't like watching replays; they like watching it live, and I, I really think that is about as simple as it gets. Um, so yeah, that that is fairly interesting. My sports grid sixty today is uh, look. I I know. We're all missing Craig, and uh, we're missing Craig because there's no baseball happening. I am, I am begging the people out there, put the pre- your favorite team, call the office, literally call the office, tweet at the Twitter account. We need baseball back. We got to turn the screws on the commissioner, on the owners. We got to do it. Thanks to everyone for watching. Thank you to George. Thank you to Brett. Thank you to everyone over at LTN. I hope everyone has a great day. I hope all your wagers go well. And George and I will be back tomorrow. Stay on the grid. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.